Welcome into Sports Tonight, guys. Emily Gagnon here with Lee Smith on What's a up? Tuesday. What's we got some on? good stuff today. We're going to get it started with Georgia Tech. We were at practice earlier today. They actually kick off their season a day before most, Friday, September 1st, from Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where the Falcons play. They're hosting Louisville, an ACC showdown. And I like what I heard from Brent Key today. He has full confidence in his quarterback, Haynes King, who transferred from Texas A&M. And that's what you want to hear. He said even if he makes mistakes, even if he goes out there and does some things that aren't the best, that he wasn't going to pull him <laughs> right away at least. He wants to give him some chances. And so... I think that King, you know, if I'm him, I'm feeling really good entering uh, the season opener knowing that my coach and the coaching staff is backing me up. Of course you're feeling good if you're the starter. I mean, the other, what, five quarterbacks on the roster? Stop. I mean, come on. He beat out the two Zachs, though, Zach Pyron the and two Zach Gibson. The two Zachs. The two Zachs who returned to the team this season after last year. Both of them saw playing time. But like you point out, Lee, there's quite a few quarterbacks who there, saw playing time there last are, year. Yeah, uh, after Jeff Sims got benched or whatever happened with that whole saga. Um, but having Jeff Sims for a while and then him being gone, um, now they got Haynes King. Of course, he came from Texas A&M, and he had a couple of games in 21 when he played for A&M before he got hurt, and they did they did all right. They did fine. Um, but I don't know. It, it's always a mess over there at Texas A&M with their uh, offense for like the last three, four years with Jimbo. So I don't really know how much you can take away from that. But I do, hey, they got they have optimism. I do take away a little bit, Lee, because obviously 2021, we're not going to fault him for that. He broke his leg after two starts. Yeah, yeah Can't go out yeah, there and play. Yeah. In 2022, last season, he was benched. Five starts, six appearances total. He had over 1,200 yards, seven touchdowns, six interceptions. That's probably why he was eventually benched. Um, Yes, you know, you might say that some of that has to do with uh, Jimbo and the offense and just the madness that's going on with the Aggies. But also, uh, had he not thrown those interceptions, he might not have been benched. So we will see. Uh, Perhaps this will give him a fresh start. That's what you hope for him. Uh, But if not, Pyron's backing him up, and I expect Pyron to be able to go out there and perform, you know, just as much as Haynes King because we saw Pyron perform last year, and, you know— he was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Came yeah, out of was. nowhere. Yeah, and, well, I mean, I, that's always good. If you're Brett Key, you got you got some depth and some people that have actual experience, game time experience. So, I mean, it, and it's football, and it's a long season. I mean, just like they know from last year, whether it's just regular quarterback frustrations, not living up to ability, injuries, all the above can happen in one season, and they're they're starting to gear up for it. And listen, they have a huge opportunity to make a splash, to make a statement in Brent Key's first full season as Georgia Tech's head coach on Friday. So that's good for them. Let's move on to Ronald Acuna Jr. You might have seen this. It's made national headlines. He was basically, I don't want to say tackled because that sounds like a little violent. He was accosted. Yeah, two fans at Coors Field last night when the Braves beat... um, 
the Rockies. The Rockies. Uh, this was before the end of the game. I think it was the seventh inning. A couple of fans jumped on the field and ran towards him and gave him hugs. <laughs> and he fell like to the a... ground eventually. But the fact that fans were able to leave their seats, get on the field, run to Acuna, and be able to touch the man, that's crazy to me. I mean, I can't remember the last time I've seen something like that. You know, when fans jump it, on the field and get crazy, they, like, run around, you know, naked or whatever they're doing. <laughs> but this wasn't the case. They absolutely no. wanted to get to Acuna. He said after the game, it was a little scary. Uh, Brian Snicker, the manager, said the same thing. Uh, just just to think that security wasn't paying that much attention uh, is the problem. Well, and me. they ran straight to him. Yeah. They ran straight to him. There was no no one, no no one, one had any contact with him before they got to Acuna. And they come over there, they bear hug him, which... Thank I mean, God that's what they did. I mean... And didn't hurt him. That could have been bad. Yeah. And imagine you're, you know, the the overall possible league MVP, and that happens to them on uh, television? Yeah. I, 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 if I'm Coors Field, I'm embarrassed. I'm oh, fully absolutely. embarrassed. The MLB you you know, has that. launched an investigation. The two men uh, were arrested. Again, thank God he wasn't hurt. Thank God it wasn't about fans hurting a player. But still, the fact that they were able to reach him and actually touch him, to me, it, it is well, and it wasn't like awful. it was instantaneous either. Like there was a couple, like a couple seconds where they were like, he was just literally standing there. Yeah, I mean, like, he. Do I, I do? don't think he. Yeah. He's like, what do I do? Yeah, that's right. So I think Coursefield, Field, you need to do better. You need to train your people better, pay a little more attention. Um, and MLB, you should come down on the Rockies, perhaps a fine or something, because that's not acceptable. No, uh, no, that's it not It should cool never happen again, ever. Fans should not be able to touch players on the field of play no matter what happens. All right, Braves, though. We're going to stick with that topic. They go for six straight series wins. They got game one last night, 14-4. to By the way, 85 wins. A league-leading 85 wins. Nobody else has that many wins. Nope. Um, no surprise there. We've been talking about this for weeks now. But six straight series wins if they can get the win tonight or on Wednesday. These guys just keep getting better, and we just keep talking about it. And I don't have much to say other than the fact that right now the Braves look unbeatable. I mean, they're dominating. And the five times they've played Colorado this year, they've won four. So they're 4-1 and one against Colorado with one loss um, coming, uh, let's see, yeah, two nights ago. But other than that, um, pretty good, pretty good. And, by the way, um, just want you just throw this out there. The Braves have a team batting average of 275. Pretty good. Pretty good. How, how is that possible? 275? And that's why they have I'm, 85 wins. I'm, I'm and that's at, why fans are running after Ronald Acuna Jr. to give him a hug. I mean, that's crazy. I'm looking at ESPN stats. Um, so, yeah, they've got over 1,200 hits. Let's see, and the other really good I mean, one. they lead the league. It's not even close in home runs. They're like light years ahead well, of everyone else. So they've got 1,200 hits, so 1,222 hits, and they've got just as almost just as many strikeouts. Their pitching staff does, 1,214. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, what That's they're doing incredible. there is, yeah. I mean. 246 home runs. The offense, defense, everything. Offense, defense, yeah. everything. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Braves fans, I just hope you know that you're uh, you're. In you the might midst not of, ever see another season. You're in like the midst this. of greatness right now, and you should just take it all in. Take it all in. 
Yeah, take it all in. And you know what else you need to take in? Week one of college football. Last week was week zero. I don't really count it as anything. No teams in our area in the Peach State played. But this week, we've got some good games on um, deck. Yesterday, Lee, you weren't here. You were off. But I talked about the LSU-FSU game. It's a five against an eight, a top ten matched up. It's going to be good. We have to wait until Sunday. It's like an NFL game. It's like a treat. We have to wait until Sunday to to see that game. And after how last year's game ended, you know LSU's got a chip on their shoulder. Uh, they're going to come in there after winning the West last season uh, with a very experienced team, the same quarterback. A lot of the guys are returning from last year's team. So uh, that should be a fun one. But what other games are you circling? So like Thursday, let's just run through a couple. Florida, Florida Utah. Utah. And Utah's ranked 14th right now. Um, you got, and that's just to start this, to, to start your weekend. Like that's just a little treat oh, yeah. ahead of time. Um Arkansas State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma's 20, whatever. Virginia, Tennessee could be a sneaky good one. Tennessee's 12 right now. There aren't, like, several magnificent games. Uh, Ohio State ranked third in the country against Indiana. That that could be an interesting one. You never know. Can't can't out Indiana. Still a major program. I mean, there are going to be some upsets. I don't know if this week will be the week for them, but you, you, your team, Alabama, has middle Tennessee. I don't imagine that would be an upset. But you have some some question marks <laughs> wait, at some positions. <laughs> at some, so yeah, like, how about that quarterback? Yeah, we that, don't even know who the quarterback is. Yeah, so I, I'm sure, and it's interesting to get your take real quick. Like, are, are Bama fans worried? I mean, are you worried? I am. Okay. Are you kidding me? Anytime you go into a season, you don't have the most pivotal player locked down, like on the team. Yeah, of course. There's there's a little bit of worry. Yeah. I mean, against Middle Tennessee State, probably not, but. When they get into SEC play, you're going to have to have somebody reliable. And I don't. I mean, I I have no idea what Nick Saban's going to do. But I also don't get paid millions of dollars to make those decisions. So, Nick, we're counting on you, buddy. Yeah, like you guys have for years now. Clemson Duke on Monday. Uh, Clemson's nine. That that could be a sneaky good game on it a Monday could. night. That could. that could that could very well uh, decide a lot of things for Clemson, but uh, college football is back, and for me, it's the best time of the year. I said it was Christmas yesterday. Christmas came early. It's the greatest gift you can get. Lee, I know you agree with me on that because oh, yeah. we eat, sleep, love college football. So it's here. I don't expect Georgia to have a test for a while. Maybe Auburn, uh, Tennessee, maybe you'll miss. Maybe, maybe but South Carolina presents a little bit of a challenge, but nah, I highly doubt it. I don't think so. But uh, other than college football, what's on your mind? Or maybe that is what's on your mind. Oh, absolutely. Come on now. Okay. Come on now. Uh, Notre Dame. Um, oh. They actually looked pretty good the other day. Now, granted, they were playing Navy. In a whole other country. Yes, in Ireland. But that was that was a cool atmosphere, by the way. Um, the soccer stadium looks really cool. And why is it that all soccer stadiums look way cooler than football stadiums or any other stadium? That's really? the way TV makes it look, Lee. I'd much rather right. be at it's like... It's not the actual architecture, but it's just the way the cameras the cameras make it look. Jordan Air on a Saturday, that's where I'd rather I mean, be. Well, yeah, I'm just saying it looked cool. I'm not saying the atmosphere was like the best. But, yeah. But, but yeah. Um, it looked cool on TV, and Notre Dame looked like they were for real. Sam Hartman's good quarterback. So, I don't know. That's 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 what you're uh, leaning on so far. So far. So far. Of all the action. Of yeah. all the action that I saw. Week zero. Um, week zero action, yeah. That's um, it. Notre Dame looked good. For me, for anybody listening who lives in Georgia, particularly around the Atlanta area, um, guys, I, 
I can't say it enough. We actually get some early college ball, not week zero college ball, week one, okay, for us here in the Atlanta metro area. You got Georgia State and Kennesaw State on Thursday, Lee. And I know those are smaller teams, but still. So if you want, grab your popcorn on Thursday. <laughs> and you could also watch Utah and Florida. So hey. so there's, those are three games that you can watch on Thursday. Friday, why not? Watch Georgia Technic on Louisville. It's a new era. You've got Brent Key. you got Haynes King and anything else happening. Um, and then on Saturday, you've got the rest of the slate, including Georgia taking on UT Martin. I don't think that's going to be much of a game. However, you get to watch Carson Beck make his very first start, very first start for the dogs. So for me, Lee, what's on my mind is that we get four straight days of teams from our area on tv so it starts early for us again not week zero but early for week one pretty pretty good for the uh, atlanta sports fan right yeah and then awesome. the falcons next week so guys enjoy college ball while it's here you should have some great games to watch especially that sunday night game with lsu oh, and yeah. florida state um and we'll hear lee next time we're together talk about the quarterback issues at alabama because that's going to come next week i expect hopefully it. hopefully we don't have any issues this time next week guys We'll get least thoughts. Have a good day. See ya.